Hello and welcome to Why a Podcast, a podcast where we answer the questions you didn't think to ask or were too lazy to Google. I'm Laser. It's a dog toy, I think. Elric. I um, am Matthew The looking at a book on his coffee table that has his TV on it. Are coffee tables necessary? Tune in next week on Why a Podcast, Laza. And I'm Keon Bane, uh, Boozar. Yes, I'm I'm giving some Avengers Endgame spoilers. Bane shows up and uh, Batman shows up with Superman. They hug. They give they give each other some a pep talk, and then they go we'll fight about the their big, mothers, big and... bad Thanos. And they have oh. a they have a good old rumble. It's a good movie. Everybody go see it. Sorry, I spoiled the, the second act for you. The whole second act. Mm-hmm. And today's topic is Kong. <laughs> that's the end of the fucking. It's the, the end, end of the. Of the this topic. is the last episode. Hey guys, how are my Y guys doing today? I am superb. I am sitting here, like I said, I'm looking at my coffee table. It has my TV on it. I'm very confused as to how that ended up happening suddenly. And uh, you ever think about how you put a coffee table book on a coffee table, but then if you don't use it for a coffee table, what the fuck is it doing there? Oh my god, all the Whoa, time. You're so relatable, right? Matt. You're so relatable. What's the deal? What's the <laughs> deal with that, Matt? You're so relatable. Yeah, so that's so how relatable. I'm feeling. That's like, you know, it's a pretty easy feeling to feel. And uh, for me, if you if you think that I'm checked out a little bit during this episode, it's because I'm counting down the hours to go see in, uh, Avengers Endgame again. Yes, that's right, guys. We recorded this yeah. many a couple weeks in advance, so this is right after Endgame launched. <laughs> I just need to go see it eight more times. So I'm just I like I like that watch. you gave it away the exact timestamp of when we recorded this, except that it's probably going to be not that long after. You'll be listening to this really episode yeah, nine yeah. days after we record it. Yeah, get excited. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you know what? Yeah. We could probably spoil the fuck out of Endgame if we wanted to, because you'll have seen it back by then, but we're no. not except going That would to. be an incredibly shitty thing to do. I was speaking... Yeah. I was speaking... I only condone, I only condone fake spoilers. Thanos wins. I really need to, <laughs> I need to put my 20 fake spoilers somewhere. I think the fake spoilers were funny, but very bad for anybody who didn't want to look at them enough to know they were fake spoilers. So everyone just thought you were posting a shit ton of spoilers. Such is the fact that... I was fine with that. Fucking... Keon spammed my Facebook timeline with a trillion of these very funny <laughs> fake spoilers. It's so so everyone, yeah, everyone listening that doesn't understand the context is that Thursday I went and saw the op- literally opening day uh, like preview of uh, Avengers Endgame. That Thursday I went and saw the movie right after work, got my ticket, was ready to go. And while I was waiting in the theater, I didn't have data on my phone, and like I just turned on data, and I was like, oh, okay, I guess I'll spend a little bit of data seeing what's going on. And I looked around, I'm like, everything's kind of, I don't want to watch a YouTube video in like the theater, and I came here like 45 minutes early, so I literally just started spamming. I, I wanted to put two, I wanted to make like two or three, because I thought of them in the moment. I'm like... I got about 45 minutes. And so I just kept writing more and more spoilers. And they got, and they were so good. Man, it, I, I apologize wow. for anybody Toot that was, had the heart attack of like, oh man, I don't want to hear these spoilers. What the hell, Keon? But like, a lot of them are <laughs> pretty funny. One of my favorites is Ant Man eats the gum gum fruit and becomes king of the pirates. Um, I mean, the, that one was good. So dumb. There, Let's I mean, jump right in. I don't think yep. any of them even give a, remotely anything away. We're going to be asking one why question each. The others will guess the answers, and then we'll let you know why. Sounds Who'd like to good. begin? Uh, who? Matthew Salazar. Me? All right. I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't think... <laughs> it's like, usually we know, but today I was like, I don't know. We didn't talk. We don't speak And now to we know why. Other. This is all a shame. We're not friends. We're not mm-hmm. friends. We're friends. It's all an act. You're supposed to say we're friends, and then we what? hug. Sorry, I wasn't kiss, listening. It's beautiful. God damn it, Lace. <laughs> I got It's news. an hour. We record for an hour. Just just keep your ears open, keep your mind open, and play with us in this yeah, space. Keep your heart open, all right? Yeah. Keep your open heart. Open your heart. It'll be all right. All right. I need a scalpel. Oh. <laughs> right, so Matt, ask your question. King Kong is a man and a legend and a myth. I don't think he's actually a man, based on context. I think he is both a giant movie monster. I don't think he's a myth. <laughs> and an enormous ape that has appeared in various media since 1933. Mm-hmm. That's okay. what I think. Now, the real are, are question is... Okay, thank God. <laughs> why is King Kong still relevant 90 years 
after his initial entrance into pop culture? Well, I mean, it's easy. It's uh, oh. the current political climate. Are you kidding me? Like, mm. what story do we need more now than a constant retelling of King Kong's story? It's completely relevant to what happens today. You know, political yeah, intrigue, uh, foreign influence. You can here think mm. of uh, think of Bigfoot as Russia, right? Mm-hmm. I and- don't want to hear this i don't know where this is going but i don't think it's going into a safe area with bigfoot is russia and did oh. i say bigfoot yeah you didn't say <laughs> oh my god i'm always so out of it all right keon yeah you're you're completely right he was that, on the right uh, track he was born this way well some people say there are only like three or four stories you can tell three or four types i think there's only one actual type of story and it's king kong true um throughout the i don't want to so everybody's like oh hey there's a marvel formula for all the marvel movies and they all i'm sorry but that's actually king kong if you go and rewatch endgame you'll see that the um the giant ape that shows up that uh the big old uh, ape monster that comes up and he comes and uh, smashes Thanos with his big, big uh, fist. He That's actually an analog <laughs> for King Kong. The big ape that shows up um, on uh, planet Krypton and he goes and he plays with, uh, with Superman for a little bit. That's also mm-hmm. King Kong. I don't like... It's hard for me to, to try to bridge that gap try to make people understand but usually like in every movie if you look there's a giant ape and that's because king kong is is prevalent to this day as the only story you really can tell that's true i mean even if he's just in the background like if you look really closely for example Mm -hmm. in the movie king kong um you could see there's an ape there Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. like in the background Mm -hmm. yeah i i keep trying to look but i keep getting distracted by the ape in the foreground (laughs) (laughs) oh thank you because i was trying to make that joke funny and you made it funny anyway so here's the thing king Mm -hmm. kong we're just gonna go we're gonna briefly go through this because the topic is kong and it's kind of wild how relevant king kong somehow is to pop culture here's Mm. the number of movies king kong has appeared in let's go down the line king kong ah 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 A two, son of Kong. Mm-hmm. A three. He was in Iron uh, Man. Uh, uh. He was in Captain America. He was in Thor. Uh-huh. Incredible Hulk. Avengers 1. Uh, Iron Man 2. Iron Man 3. Mm-hmm. Um, Iron Man 4. A couple Iron more. Man 5. Yeah. Iron Man 6. Iron Man 7. Iron Man 8. Fantastic 4. Fantastic 5. Fantastic God, we're so Iron funny. Mm-hmm. Anyway. We're uh, just so funny. You're cutting this, right, Laser? <laughs> like, oh, I'm, I'm not editing this, this episode. I'm pretty sure you are. Oh, no, I am, but I'm not. Oh, that's terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> are you this kidding me? Raw audio. I'm wor- my time's worth more than this. How dare you? <laughs> oh, man. So King Kong was the first movie. Legendary, 1933. That's the one we all know and love, a.k.a. the people who love that movie and know that movie love that movie. <laughs> And that's about it. Because <laughs> nineteen thirty-three, man. I don't know about you guys, but I haven't seen anything from nineteen thirty-three. That's the one where King Kong, uh, when he dies, he says Rosebud, right? Mm-hmm. Um, that's yeah. actually the sequel to that. And he turns into a sled. <laughs> what? Yeah, they they skin King Kong and turn him into a sled. Okay, yeah, guys, sled for all the children to enjoy. Listen, okay, so King Kong happens in 1933. It's a huge hit. Son of Kong comes out 1933, later that year. That's big. And then that's that's it for 30 years. So you might think, oh, I wrote off Kong, you know. But then in 62, King Kong versus Godzilla occurs. Now, this was cool as heck. Also, kitschy as heck. It's the 60s, let's be honest. But really interesting movie, right? King Kong Escapes, 1967. I have not even heard of that one, but let me tell you, I would like to know the plot to that movie because if it's literally just that he like escapes, that's the best movie mm. they've ever made. 19. 19- have you ever played the game Ape Escape? Uh, I think it's based on that movie. Have you ever played the exactly. game Super Monkey Ball? No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Ape here. Escape is the first chapter. Super Monkey Ball is when he gets into a ball and he leaves. Yeah. You have two minutes to explain <laughs> to me what the fuck the thing you just said Super is. Super Monkey Ball? Yeah, you know what? Oh my god, it's such a good game. 
All it's right, hi great. everyone. Welcome to Why Podcast. Uh, today we're going to be talking <laughs> about nothing but Super Monkey Ball. Um, so yeah. Super Monkey Ball is a game made for originally the GameCube, and it's where you control. You actually okay. So the main uh, character is this monkey named I I, and he is in. Uh, he's literally in like a capsule, and he um, mm-hmm. you he's on a stage. And you actually control the angle of the stage to roll this monkey around into the goal. Mm-hmm. And he collects oh, okay. Chiquita bananas. He does, yes. It or was, some sort of banana. It was yeah. sponsored by uh, Chiquita bananas, I believe. Um, mm-hmm. And For reals? It's so no. fun. Some sort of banana. It I don't is remember so the brand. fucking fun. I have both of the games. If you want, I will lend them to you. I will Dude, probably just play it with you, to be honest. Sounds good. There's multiplayer. All right, good. So anyway, Super Monkey Ball, go back to your topic now. So I looked up, wh- while you were doing your thing of explaining to me, I simultaneously <laughs> looked up what the hell the plot is to King Kong Escapes, and I shit you not, <laughs> it's that they make a Mechanicong, okay. a robot version of King Kong. <laughs> uh-huh. And you, you have by the way, raptured? Created by the evil genius named Doctor Who, I shit you not, that is his name, which is fantastic, and he creates the Mechanicong, and oh, shocker, it goes poorly, and so King Kong has to escape and fight Mechanicong. By the way, yeah, for everyone listening who doesn't understand what King Kong is, do you want to do you want to give them a brief cliff notes on what actually King Kong is? King Kong is a big, big ape. And he, there you go. He uses his hand for good and evil. That's what he does. He uses his hand. You know what I'm saying? He uses those monkey hands to be good, but he uses them to be bad. You know what I mean? I don't know what the fuck to say to this. I indeed know what you mean. All right, here's the thing. He's a giant movie monster resembling an enormous ape that has appeared in various media since 1933. Now, like I said, he first appeared in the 1933 film King Kong, but now he's gone through several different versions of the character, some of which were diverse and a little bit more of an actual character that had like levels where the, you know, it wasn't just an ape squashing things, but some have been just an ape squashing. Thing. What was uh, your favorite King Kong movie? Um, arguably, mm-hmm. none of them. But My- if I had to pick <laughs> one, <laughs> I'd probably say it's a toss up between. My love of Peter Jackson not giving a shit about anyone else's opinion for the 2005 remake Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. or the trailer of Kong Skull Island that I saw that looked just barely better than that. My favorite is (laughs) definitely um, in the 80s when uh, they brought uh, Dancing at a Kong Island, uh, King Konga. That was definitely... Definitely my favorite. <laughs> you know what? 1976, King Kong comes out. Yes, a remake. I know you're shocked. It's a 1976 American monster film, and it was directed by John Guillermin, which, by the way, made me think, Guillermo del Toro? What? But that's not even close. I'm just dumb. Oh, he should make one. <laughs> he should, dude. He knows monsters, man. He'd nail it. Hell yeah. But uh, yeah, it's a remake of the 1933 movie, as I said, and it's about the same ape. And it's about it being imported to New York for exhibition. That's, I guess, some story that you should know. Generally, Kong movies, with the exception of Peter Jackson, are about Kong ending up in New York and destroying it. <laughs> it's That's pretty much so the whole... So really, the reason they keep making King Kong movies is that New York needs to learn its fucking place. Yeah. Yeah. So King, <laughs> King Kong Lives occurs 10 years later. It is a direct sequel, and it stars a couple of the same people, but it just has to do with... Like, in my opinion, based on the ending uh, I've read of the first movie, I am very confused as to why they needed a second movie. I know that that's not unusual for sequels, but I'm really confused because it says King Kong is kept alive in a coma for about 10 years after the end of the first movie. Which, by the way, if that's the plot of your sequel, you've already gone down the wrong tunnel for the sequel. (laughs) If you have to put your character into a coma and then suddenly... They wake not, up. Okay, not just your character in a coma. Um, a giant fucking ape. <laughs> There's a difference between being like, uh, yeah, we put fucking I don't know. I'm just gonna say a random character. I don't know anything about any of these movies. We put Ant Man uh-huh. in a coma for seven years, <laughs> and it's like then we just bring him back. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, but here's the thing: uh-huh. the, the plot of this movie is very bad, but it almost is mm-hmm. bad 
in a way that makes me want to watch how they tried to make this a coherent film. Because basically, he comes out of a coma, and in order to save him, the doctor wants to perform a heart transplant, right? And give him an artificial Ooh. heart. Now, wait a second. Could the doctor operate on him? The, the, the monkey, Is it like a human heart? That, that monkey was his son. The doctor was the mother. <sighs> I love riddles. No, right? I'm I'm not done. So hey guys, like to um, today I good- have more. Hmm? <laughs> no, no. So anyway, so the idea is there's no other species of ape that's King Kong, and they do the transplant and the transfusions needed to keep him alive. So oh, I don't know. Let's just look for another King Kong. We never thought of doing that, right? Mm-hmm. So they go to try and find mm-hmm. another breed that's similar to him or is his breed, and they bring back a giant female gorilla who's dubbed. Lady Kong. So this is called uh, King Kong Fucks. Is this movie be. right? Yeah. <laughs> but King of Kong course, fucks. How, how how do you think it would end? If, um, if, if, about if ten minutes of uh, gorilla on gorilla action. No. It, yeah. Well, kind of. So kind of, of course. What? Wait, wait. Uh-oh. One second. All right, I'm ready. I hate you. Um, what <laughs> Sorry, is, I I was uh, I was turning into a fly. What does Did Kong you? do at the end of every single movie? Fuck. He escapes. Um, he escapes, guys. He Kong destroys New York. Escapes. He's always presumably dead, but escapes. Right. That's like the end of every Kong movie. I don't know how. Does it happens, he fake his death to get away it. from his his wife? <laughs> no. Ironically, he jumps off a cliff, and they think he's dead. But the end of the movie is him with his wife having a baby. Um, oh wait, really? That's yeah. kind of nice. So but having course, or making. Here's the thing: uh, Kong does die. Right as his son is born. Man, oh I my should... god, really? Wait, he dies in childbirth? <laughs> right. <laughs> I don't understand. That's very interesting. I, uh, I don't know anything about the ape kingdom and how they have babies. I, but I wow. just realized, because um, when we talked about Planet of the Apes, I also made a bunch of like monkey sex jokes. I make, <laughs> I, I don't know what, it's I bad. don't know. This is a strange uh, motif to have for so, me. So anyway, other than so interesting brand, very odd branding, uh, <laughs> we, we have the next movie, which is, of course, the 2005 epic King Kong, hey, directed Matt. by... Yes. Wait, are we go- just going to go through all these fucking things? Peter Jackson. Well, just, after just, that, I'm going to talk a little bit about just, it. Just real quick, there's a reason it's called Spanking the Monkey. Continue. Okay. <laughs> well, here's the thing. So this is the first King Kong movie I saw. And that is why it is the only King movie, King Kong movie I've seen. Okay. Uh-huh. It is mm. the epic directed by Peter Jackson. But here's the problem. It made plenty of money. It made about $600 million off a $200 million budget, which, by the way, is nuts. Really? That is, yes. Damn. Holy shit. Massive budget for the time. But my problem with it is, if you've ever seen Lord of the Rings, what's the one thing people complain about for Lord of the Rings? It's too long. It's too fucking Not enough long. giant monkeys. I haven't yes, seen it, but say. it's too long. I like that. You're right. It's not enough giant monkeys. And you know what? He tries mm-hmm. to correct that with King Kong, but he fails because yeah. he puts too much giant monkey. I was going to say one isn't enough. <laughs> <laughs> That's also true. Um, so it obviously, like, it did pretty well. Uh, I think it mildly disappointed only because, like, they spent $200 million. I guess they were hoping to, like, get more. But <laughs> 550 is pretty solid. It made money. That's, uh, that's great. And But the problem is what most people criticize is just that, like, despite an ambitious take on the character and an ambitious take on, like, bringing it to the island and, and all these things, most people were like, dude, it's not Kong's movie. Like, if you've ever seen it, like, the first hour and change... Kong's not in the fucking movie. Mm. <laughs> you know, so like, not enough monkey. Like, yeah, that's their biggest complaint. <laughs> and so, and, and that was my biggest issue is like, we, they're on the island, they're trying to get to Kong. And I understand that like Peter Jackson likes to have people walking on an island, but like, I'm <laughs> ready for Kong. Like, I was ready to fucking see Kong. And he did deliver on like the characterization of Kong. I mean, Kong looks fucking amazing in that movie. But mm. at the same time, like I want to, I want, I was ready for that story, and so then by the time I got to Kong's story, I was already an hour and change into the movie. I'm like, all right, don't really care to be honest. It's a three hour movie. It's literally over three hours. I'm an hour into it. You know it, what other like, movie is three hours? Three well, hours. What and the one fuck minute. happened to my throat? Three hours and one minute. Avengers Endgame. Avengers yeah. Endgame. I wasn't talking about that. I was talking about. Okay, hey, can laser. Can talk about that movie now? Hey, laser. Hey, laser. Hey, laser. Can you? Hey, laser. Can you edit in a movie that's I have three two hours more long? To say because can you edit in you saying, long. laser. Can you edit in you saying in a movie that's three hours long? Because you don't know any other ones. <laughs> Thank you, laser. I don't even know what's happening. 
Thank I you, Laser. I just hear Laser doing a voice. It's interesting. That, that's just what my voice sounds like. <laughs> Continue, yep, Matt. That's what's happening. So Kong Skull Island came out in 2017, kind of a reboot of sorts to the saga, right? Uh-huh. And then Godzilla came out, of course, after that, which is related to the Monster Universe. They're doing a sequel to Godzilla that will then lead to Godzilla versus Kong. Yes, there are that many movies about Kong in the 21st century. Okay. Well, yeah. anyway, <laughs> it's Kong Skull Island, then the new Kong movie is coming out 2020. Get pumped. But my favorite thing about this, and I swear I'll wrap it up after that, mm-hmm. King Kong the musical. <laughs> what? Yes. It's real. It's not a joke. The full frontal nudity is what makes it for me. <laughs> so it premiered in 2018. It is still running in New York. Holy shit. Wait, it, pre- it premiered a year ago? Y- roughly. It feels like centuries. <laughs> but that's just because of the current political climate. You know what? I, you know, I can't say with 100% certainty that it's still running in New York. I shouldn't say that. It was still running in New York when I was there in January, and it celebrated its 100th performance. I do not know if it's still running. I should, I should check that. It's I amazing. Like, that. How many times can one ape destroy New York? 100 performances? Texas there must be incredible. Okay. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm so funny. You got to be funnier because, <laughs> well... You, we need you to. I be mean, funny. for for twenty six minutes of talking about King Kong, I think he's being being about as funny as you can be. <laughs> Fucking Matt. Hey, God Keon. damn it! It's okay. I'll edit him down. So, Keon. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. So, I love first you, of Matt. all, Ke- I would like to highly <laughs> recommend that that topic is is edited down. But I'd also like to say that it'd be hilarious if you could edit it down to an exorbitant amount of minutes. Instead of the insane amount of minutes it is? Well, you just told... Well, that's a bad word I chose. But you just told them how long it was. What if you cut it down to like seven minutes and people are like, holy shit. (laughs) I mean, the listeners (laughs) would thank me. (laughs) Cut out all the movies he names. Just say like, yeah, Kong is about a big... I'm going to edit it so it sounds like... I'm going to edit it so it sounds like you're saying it's all one movie. I have one one thing to say. Kong is still on Broadway. That's all I wanted to say. All right. Thank you. There we go. Keon. Um, So... One thing I wanted to say is that uh, Kong Skull Island is actually surprisingly great. Everyone, that's go what I've give heard. It, give it a shout out. Yeah, because it's it's on, it's just so buck wild that like watching it, you're just like, oh, okay, well, this is based off King Kong, whatever. And then you start watching, it, you're like, this is off the wall. Like, what the fuck is happening? And it's very, it's just so crazy that it's worth the watch. It's worth like the headache of like, it's just Technicolor crazy. It's very fun. Um, yeah. But my my question to both of you I'm is listening. why was uh, Nintendo sued in 1982 for Donkey Kong. Why was I got Nintendo sued? Oh, I got it. Here's yeah. the thing. As I was just talking about King Kong, we well, we all know the answer then because we just went over some of the Kong talk. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kong as Kong. I said, King Kong has a baby in Kong Lives. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. In the movie, he has a baby named, who would have guessed, Donkey Kong. Now, mm. when Donkey Kong has his child, his child is... Diddy Kong, come on, guys. You, you know, say it with me. You oh, know, is this you know audience participation? This with you guys. Yeah, you're the audience. <laughs> now, swiper, no swiper. Wait, I'm swiper, supposed no to be swiper. participating in this podcast? No, that's <laughs> no, that's fake news. You're right. I'm sorry. I shouldn't. I shouldn't put pressure on Laser to participate. He's a very, very fragile uh, person. He's a busy guy. He he doesn't have all the time <laughs> in the world to participate in podcasts. So of that's course, right. as I was saying, uh, Donkey Kong is born. You know. It, it, Owned by Universal at the time, I believe. And then, you know, Diddy Kong is born. And so these are the the product of Universal. And then freaking Nintendo just comes in. And they're like, well, we kind of like Donkey Kong. Maybe we'll make our own character mm, about him. That is the voice of Nintendo. You yeah, are that's, correct. That's Mr. Nintendo. Uh, that's, maybe, yeah, maybe, that's you know John what? Nintendo. Maybe we'll have him throw barrels or something. You know, mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. what they do. As he gets more sultry, yes. I don't yeah. know. It was kind of like a weird Stallone. I don't know why I went into Stallone, but like slightly grittier. It was but... the 80s. Adrian! <laughs> Adrian! <laughs> Donkey Kong! Yeah, see, that line was changed after they got sued mm-hmm. for copyright infringement. I'm done. And it all Laser. comes back around. So why Laser. was Nintendo sued? Because of Donkey Kong. Well, um, honestly, it's just because Donkey Kong didn't like how he's represented in the games. Um, you know, it's mm. it's he he signed on to be a part of the game, and they make him the villain. 
when he when he did oh, those there. when he did the scenes for Funny that dumb. game when he did that he did not know he would be edited to be like that mm-hmm. he thought he was a sidekick and he's like what the fuck i was throwing those barrels to help yeah it's kind of like wreck it ralph you know where the villain's not really the villain but then look what happened um spoiler i don't care so anyway uh <laughs> keon this is a spoiler episode. Um, so yeah, um, Matt, it was surprisingly right with his uh, uh, silly answer. Is that um, in? <laughs> I love this. Wait, I love this wait. Entire thing. So I'm right with a terrible answer two weeks in a row. Go me. I feel good. Yeah, yeah. It's freaking me. <laughs> That's out. That's because um, reality because... is terrible. <laughs> <laughs> 2019. So what happened was, I mean, like it, 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 it almost feels kind of obvious because Donkey Kong. So the game Donkey Kong that was released in uh, 1981, July 9th in Japan and July 31st in America of 1981, uh, was features a guy named Jumpman who later becomes Mario and a big old monkey on top of a bunch of scaffolding thing who's throwing out barrels. And the only other incident of a big old monkey is King Kong. So. The the game Donkey Kong, you can tell that it kind of cribs a little bit off of that idea, and so Universal at the time were just like, "We what the what the fuck? Are you serious right now? You just like had a character and you named him that, and the name Donkey Kong comes from uh, Kong, which is kind of like apish, and then Donkey meaning like an ass, so he's kind of like a like a douchebag monkey more or less, or ape because it's technically an ape, not a monkey. Monkeys have tails and. So in that vein, this game comes out in 1981, and apparently Universal Studios at the time, uh, they had the pres- uh, president named, uh, where is his name on my notes? Uh, I, Scheinberg? Uh, Scheinberg. You did it. Thank you. Okay, his name was Sid Scheinberg. Uh, for He was the president of Universal <laughs> at the time. And uh, <laughs> What a fucking name, man. Dude, that's dumb. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sounds douchey. Uh, so he wanted, he, a pri- he wanted a little... Yeah, he wanted a little slice of that video game pie at the time because video games were getting huge. So uh, huge, huge. At, <laughs> I love that in uh, June 29th of 1982, he sued uh, for royalties, uh, both Nintendo and Col- uh, ColecoVision. So ColecoVision was going to, or Coleco was going to come out with their uh, console called ColecoVision, and Nintendo was going to give them the rights to uh, create cartridges of the Donkey Kong game. And uh-huh. Sid Scheinberg just jumped in and like side tackled him. Is like, no, you won't. Neither of you will. I'm threatening you both with uh, cease and desist if you do not stop sell. If you don't give us royalties for this character and for this brand. And Coleco actually caved, and they're like, I guess that's fair. Literally, Sid, Sid Scheinberg being the and I'll tell you'll you'll as this unfolds, you'll see how much of a shitbag he is. That he he slid in and he's like, we have rights to this character. You only have 48 hours to to make sure to give us those royalties, sign this agreement, and we will you will be able to do whatever you want moving forward. But you will give us this money for this character. And then he shit and in the bag. Uh, yeah, and then he shot in the bag because as you'll see, uh, <laughs> so Coleco caved. They were like, okay, that it's not worth the it's not worth the time or whatever. Uh-huh. We have other cartridges coming out for the ColecoVision. It's fine, whatever. Nintendo was like, oh fuck no, we have worked really <laughs> hard on this arcade cabinet. You will not do this, and it kind of solidified Nintendo as being a bit of a like stalwart in there in the way that they work. And so they're just like, nope, nope, we're good. Let's go to let's go to court. And so they actually went to court, and they were sued by. Um, uh, Universal Studios, and uh, in January 3rd of 1983, they were given a cease and desist and continued on with the uh, their district court ruling in district court uh, processions, I guess, the the legal thing, their whole The court thing where case. they go to court? That one, yes. Oh, okay. And so <laughs> as they move forward, uh, they get in this giant legal battle, and uh, it, it more or less was understood, because Nintendo at the time when it came to video games, they were, you know, blazing a trail. They were pretty new at all of this stuff. And so as as this happened, like it was understood that like Universal was just throwing their weight around. They were a huge movie industry. They had so much money. So Nintendo was just like, oh, we can kind of see through bullshit. And at the time, they hired an attorney named uh, John Kirby. He was uh, Nintendo's Kirby. lawyer. Yeah, John Kirby. And he was uh, hired as Nintendo's lawyer at the time. He had already won a couple cases for like PepsiCo and other huge companies. So they hired him through. And... Uh, <laughs> This is this is the thing that I love is that he came in and was just such a star lawyer, star attorney that he he worked on the case and then just the 
the verdict that comes through is he's like, okay, well, judging by these documents and your history, Universal, guess what I found? I found that Universal proved themselves, literally Universal had a court case earlier that they themselves proved that Donkey Kong was in the public domain. Literally, in a previous case, Universal had already proved that Donkey Kong was in the public domain and anyone could use him. So they were suing for a property they didn't even goddamn have. Which Are you I fucking King up. Kong or Donkey Kong? Oh, King Kong. Why did I say Donkey Kong? Yeah, King Kong was already okay. in the public domain. I was so did confused. Did I say Donkey Kong three times just now? I you really confused. did. Like a so thousand I wasn't percent. confused because so, I heard what he meant and also because yeah. I took a class on video game history. And so oh, I apparently really? already learned this and completely forgot. Maybe that's why my answer so, was accidentally correct. So rewind. John Kirby actually found a court case where Universal had proved that King Kong was already in the public domain. Like Universal already went to court to prove that it was in the public domain, which was ridiculous. And uh, the movie was fifty years old at the time, hmm. so it was. Which uh, means com- that it, com- it, its copyright was gone, and therefore it yes. could use it. Which is what's hilarious Anybody about the fact that they sued for them having the copyright to something they got because they didn't need the copyright anyway. Mm. And yeah, and John Kirby even remarks that he's like, Universal made a suit knowing full well that they didn't own the copyright. So this was just them trying to get money out of a company that already was doing things in their own right. That like, sucks for ColecoVision though, man. Yeah, and I mean like Universal within themselves were, yeah, they just were throwing their weight around to be like, let's get a little slice of this video game pie. And so yeah, Coleco had already folded. But um, it was it was interesting because the court sided with Nintendo saying that, hey, you know, first of all, Universal doesn't own the rights. Second of all, Donkey Kong has nothing to fucking do with King Kong whatsoever. Like if you... It, it's fair that if you look at it, you look at the two symbols, it makes sense that one is like kind of influenced by the by the other, but it's not copyright infringement. If anything, that's parody, that there are they are different. And so the court even ruled that like, yeah, even without that, it's fine. They're fine. And so uh, <laughs> for inflation, uh, inflation, Nintendo was awarded one point eight million dollars. Hot dog. So, yeah. yeah. And they were uh, they were given a choice if they wanted to uh, if they wanted money for damages and all of the stuff that had gone on, or if they wanted money for the licensing. And so they got money for the licensing as well as uh, at the time it was like fifty eight thousand dollars, and their attorney fees and all of that for inflation, including the attorney fees and everything, was one point eight million dollars today. And the thing that's funny about all of this is that, like, the, well, first of all, that goddamn Universal didn't even do the due diligence to be like, this This court case went on for two years. They were sued in June of, uh, June 29th of 1982, and then it was resolved in 1984. So this went on for two years, and Universal was kind of just biding their time being like, I hope they don't find out that we're being dickheads. <laughs> and so... Um, that, but it also established Nintendo as a legitimate company for video games and like Hell property, yeah. yeah, intellectual property at the time because they were really new. But this was like, nope, we give a shit, so we are not backing down on this. And they didn't give up without a fight. And the one last thing that I want to talk about, which I love, is that John Kirby, who uh, who was their attorney, they absolutely loved him. They really appreciated everything that they did, and this was a big big win for Nintendo that they awarded him a sailboat and they called it the Donkey Kong. Aww. Um, and, Mm-hmm. And that it's rumored so that the, yeah, and it's rumored that the video game character Kirby, the big puffball that's pink, was actually named after their attorney John Kirby. I mm-hmm. believe it, because Kirby's dope. So then he sued for royalties. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that'd have been so beautiful and poetic. Um, is that why Kirby becomes a lawyer and in, in canon? Yeah, he uh, he swallows the lawyer and he gets <laughs> he gets the legal. Powers. He says objection. He points out objection and he stops the whole uh, Smashing Brothers. Oh, that's genius. <laughs> Thank you for that gift, Keon. Yours uh, was very, very informative. Welcome. I apologize to the listeners for how long mine was. It is now 10 minutes long, thanks to Laser, but it was previously 48 minutes. So, mm-hmm. Hey, guys. Yes. Hey, Laser. Why is Ant-Man's favorite sport just so zany? I hate you. What the fuck? Okay. I hate you for doing this topic. Because I know you didn't come up with it, and now it's worse. Because mm-hmm. I know you didn't come up with it. Mm-hmm. I mean, my my why question was all me. <laughs> the topic was Jay. Oh, Continue. Okay. Yeah, Matt. Matt, all in favor for just inviting Jay on the podcast and getting real laser. Like, um, at this point, honestly, I mean, honestly, probably would make the podcast better. <laughs> honestly, honestly, wouldn't only because Jay wouldn't do the podcast. 
I mean, if yeah, yeah, Jay would fair. do the podcast, it would definitively be at least as good as having mm-hmm. laser on. But we would all miss the laser moments. The problem is me, yeah. Jay, and I couldn't be on together because we'd that's just the be real gushing problem. over each other nonstop. Well, that's Aww, a new. That'd be a new segment cute. on the podcast <laughs> called "Skip This Segment." Yeah, that's what it's called. <laughs> called "Please Stop." <laughs> Welcome to "Skip This Segment," featuring Laser and Jay. Gross, Laser. You want to feed up that question one more time? Do you want to feed up that question oh. one more time? That is going to be what? I- why? Why <laughs> is Ant okay. Man's favorite sport just so zany? Okay. Um. Yeah. Th- from what I understand, from I mean, I've seen all of the <laughs> Marvel movies. I saw, uh, especially the Ant Man movies. There's Ant Man. There's Ant Man and the Wasp. There's Ant Man and the Big Bear. There's Ant Man and King Kong. Uh-huh. There's Ant Man uh, and uh, Jonathan Young. Um. Yeah. He's a really cool YouTuber. Like they just played music the whole time. It was really yeah. weird. Uh. You're forgetting and, um, about uh, Ant Man and John Kirby. Yeah, Ant Man and John Kirby. They <laughs> when they, they play yeah. Smash Bros. Yeah. the whole time and on, on a sailboat. They sue uh, Universal. It's set in the eighties. <laughs> yeah, and um, the entire time, and in all of those, in all of those movies, because there's Ant Man the Wasp, there's Ant Man and King Kong, there's Ant Man and uh, D's Nuts, there's Ant Man and everything. Uh, in all of those movies, they make sure that there's about a twenty minute section where they're just playing squash because that's his favorite game, and he and he plays squash <laughs> and he enjoys it. And uh, every and it's funny because it's it's like a podcast each each movie mm-hmm. where he brings on a guest and the guests all have their own you know their own little quirks they all have their own little answers to questions <laughs> and their 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 question is why squash and he's just like come on and then they play it they understand it's the most fun you can really have of outdoors course. or or indoors I've never played squash and um, it's, and yeah it's mostly so that's, indoors. That's why. Well, there we go. They're like, it's the most fun you can mostly have indoors, but also maybe outdoors. Uh, Matt, what's your answer? <laughs> I, you know, <laughs> you hit me with a, a, a D's nuts joke for the first time in probably nine to 12 months. So it really mm-hmm. hit me. But my, brain is, my brain is working. You got me. Got uh, here's the thing. What Keon said is not incorrect. However, he's forgetting the eighth movie in the Ant-Man franchise, otherwise known as <laughs> Ant-Man and the PlayStation 2, this time it's personal. And uh, in in that film, not only do we learn of Ant-Man's love of uh, the PlayStation 2 as a console, but we learn of his favorite sport, otherwise known as the legendary game on the PlayStation 2, Tony Hawk Pro Skater 3. That's right. Tony Hawk. Tony Hawk. Tony Hawk. <laughs> you know how the McAvoy brothers say, you know, just skip their first hundred episodes. Oh God, I yeah, hope I hope we don't going to be our first thousand. We'll just we'll just give them a list of like the the thirteen really good ones, mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. and then they'll skip those. And we'll delete all the other ones. <laughs> we'll just <All> right. <laughs> we'll keep the episode numbers the same, but just delete the ones we don't like. Oh man, all that's right, okay. Guys, Laser's laser. going to cut this down to thirty minutes. I have more to say. Oh, okay. So his favorite oh, sports. Oh, go on about Tony Hawk. So his favorite sports is skateboarding. That's what it is. Is it though? Honestly, at this point, do you think uh, Tony Hawk's favorite sport is still skateboarding? Not, not Tony Hawk. Ant Man. I'm answering your question. Apparently, jackass. wait, no, really quick. Apparently, like Tony Hawk will just go in the middle of fucking nowhere, and like if he's on a film set, he'll just take his skateboard and go like. When they're like, okay, well, your scene's not for a little bit. He's like, okay, cool. I'm gonna go ride my skateboard for a little bit. He just still fucking does it. Apparently, does that's just his skate. thing. He he does nothing but skateboard, and he's super into it. Well, I mean, dang, all right. Yeah, he's also don't you feel he so also weird. went viral for people not recognizing him on BuzzFeed, which yeah. is fantastic. But we'll oh, get to yeah. that later. Anyway, Laser, what the fuck is your dumb topic? So the oldest mini golf course in existence can actually be found in Scotland. The Ladies Putting Club of St. Andrews was formed in 1867 as a members-only green for women golfers. The club was a result of the conventions of the day that decreed it improper for a lady to take the club back past her shoulder. Okay. Mini golf. What does this have to do with Kong? So we did it. There may have not been any windmills or loop-the-loop obstacles on this course, but the green was and remains one of the most prestigious miniature courses around. Oh, I hope you leave that pause in, Laser. <laughs> I, just, I hope you leave just, that uh, distraught pause the whole length it is. All right, I was going to wait until the end to explain myself, but I'm going to explain myself. <clears throat> 
Congo River Mini Golf oh, is, get out of <laughs> is a mini golf place here in Florida. There's locations all around okay. the state, and ah. it's called Congo River Mini Golf. I hate you. There we go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I really God do. Damn. But you know what? It's fine. Great, great meme, Laser. You really killed it. You I really mean, got listen, us. I, like, at, at least in Thumb, like, I did fuck around in Thumb, but, like, you could come up with more with Thumb. Like, Kong, the, like I said, the only other thing is that fucking dog thing. Nah, I can think of at least three Oh, other yeah, Kong, Kong is apparently topics. a brand of chew toy. Yep. Yeah, for dogs. I can so, think of at least three other topics, Laser. You could have worked a little harder. Go right now. Okay. Ding Kong, the famous candy, of course. You didn't. Kingers, the Snickers bar. And then, of course, elephants are sometimes known as Kong monsters. Come on. I'm. What did you just say? Wait, what? Uh, hold but on. Are they actually? No, they are not. Did, or did you just. No, he's yeah, fucking around. Fake... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to literally come over there, Matt. I'm going to come well, over all there. fake. Matt, you can't you you legally can't lie to me on this podcast. Was that fake? Wait, is that true? I can't lie to you, but I tell you you're funny all the time. I'll see your ass in court. You bitch. <laughs> all right. So anyway, um, once the Great Depression, oh. okay. So all of the early miniature golf course fell under a few broad categories like pitch and putt, the regulation par three, and the executive. All these are in quotation marks. So um, all of these okay. used a short driver along with a putter, and they kept the same design as the larger courses. They had sand traps, hills, ponds, trees, all that sort of stuff. Regular courses. So, um, in 1916, James Barber designed a miniature golf course in North Carolina called Thistle Do, which is, uh, is compact and featured a classic design with fountains, gardens, and geometrically designed walkway patterns. In 1926, uh, some designers created miniature golf courses on roofs in New York City. So once the Great Depression hit, here's where it gets zany. Regulation mini Ooh, golf courses were zany. too expensive for most to afford, so rinky dink uh, courses sprang what? up. These courses, oh. rinky dink. These courses included obstacles scrounged up from whatever was around, like tires, rain gutters, barrels, and pipes. So these crazy mm. obstacles became really mm. popular and became a feature of courses all over the U.S. That's so cool because that's way more fun than just regular golf, but smaller. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's uh, so for uh, the first mini golf franchise in 1929, you had Tom Thumb Golf. Uh, it was estimated that around in the early 1930s, 25% of mini golf courses were these Tom Thumb patented designs. So, oh, wow. Mm hmm. So um, the Tom Thumb, uh, they actually made similar hazards to these quote-unquote rinky-dink courses. Um, and by the end of the 1930s, 4 million people were playing mini-golf in the U.S. Jesus, 4 million people? It was popular. It's, it's <laughs> like as many people as saw Endgame this weekend, maybe? <sighs> this is... Un- this is- this may be listenable for listeners, but this is unlistenable to me. <laughs> but let's get serious, guys, because let's talk about the anti-zany movement. Oh, shit, really? In 1953, a mini-golf revolution occurred. The founder of Putt-Putt Golf and Games, Don Clayton, was fed up with the tricks of the Tom Thumb-style courses and became an advocate for <laughs> mini-golf as a serious sport. It's fucking dumb. I love it. All right. This needs Fuck to be a yes. movie, right? This needs to be a movie starring Bill Murray. Dude, will it into existence. He, yes, please. Tom Thumb must go down Putt-Putt Golf and Games. Don Clayton says we should go back to the traditional era of regular ass golf, but small. <laughs> so anyway, is fuck that a Clayton. direct quote on his part? Probably. That, that doesn't sound so great. So, so Clayton, Clayton failed in 1955. Al Loma and Loma Enterprises Inc. ushered in a new era of mechanically animated hazards like rotating windmill blades, twisting statues, yeah. and moving ramps, and the trend remained for decades. Hell so t- yeah. Toward the end of the 1990s, country club style miniature golf courses began to make a comeback, thanks in part to the interest of well known celebrity golfers like Jack Nicklaw, Nicklaw I believe. Nicholas? Nick, it's N I C K L A U S. Is that is that just Nicholas? I'm pretty sure it's pronounced Nicklaus. Nicklaus. It, so by like celebrity <laughs> golfers like Jack Nicklaus. 
today, <laughs> miniature golf competitions are held not only on courses with windmills and castles, <laughs> but also on miniature replicas of famous famous greens with the same sand and water trap courses used in the early 20th century. And now uh-huh. I have done my part to make this unlistenable. Thank so you. here's our segment called Why Not, where one of us chooses a why not question to debate. Uh, would anyone like to take the floor? I'm- I got a, I got one pretty pertinent right now. Oh, I swear okay, to yeah. God, it li- we've already done Marvel movies. It's not Fuck. it's not Marvel well, movies, is it? Whatever, fine. Why not mini golf? Oh. Whatever. Is that what you're oh, gonna do? Okay. No, no, not mini golf. Yeah, not mini golf. Not yeah, mini golf. So- no mini golf. Why not? Because this will be heated debate. Laser doesn't like yeah. mini golf, and he chose a mini golf topic. No, this is great. It'll be very funny. Come now, okay, let's do listen, this. I'm okay with doing it, but just be okay with the fact that we may have to end this podcast after the why not if I hate you for life. Okay. Mm. Okay, cool. As long as we're all chill. All right, so I'll take negative. <laughs> I'll take positive. And I'll take neutral. All right. Go ahead, Matt. Matt. So here's the thing. Mini golf is fucking fun. Even if you don't like golf, mini golf is really fun, especially with a group of friends. And as a kid, there is nothing more fun than going to a place with ridiculous things and hitting a ball around them for no reason. That's my big... Oh, God. I apologize. I Did died. Did you die? Yeah, I died. Uh, Don't that's mention my- it. I'll edit this out. <laughs> oh, okay. That's my biggest positive, is the thing. Is that you can, when you're a kid... I'm not saying adults should enjoy mini golf. I understand why adults shouldn't enjoy mini golf as much. Not that I have a problem with enjoying it if you're an adult. I still enjoy mini golf. But the magic of a kid going to like a Congo River or like a Monsters Golfing or like a glow in the dark place is that you're basically hitting a ball and that part's the same as it's been for hundreds of years. That part's not the really cool part. But the cool part is like there's all these things around you that are stimulating and really cool and make the experience really fun. Plus, it doesn't usually cost that much. And it's a really fun way for a bunch of your friends to kind of do something active, but also have a ridiculous amount of fun, joke, and make stupid jokes, and then possibly get kicked out of Congo River Golf. Damn, pretty good. Okay. Um, Laser had nothing to add because Laser wasn't listening. He didn't care at all about what I said. What did I'm I not, say, Laser? Oh, don't worry. He's, what did I he's say? He's biding his time. Gotta be real with he's, you. Didn't hear anything. I 100% zoned out. And I'm so God upset. damn it. Because I, I, this I'm was upset. directed at you and you said nothing. I'm legit upset. I totally just zoned out for that. So here's the thing. So Laser and mm-hmm. his friends shot a video at Congo River Golf. Oh, yeah. It's, it was very funny. And it was a very funny oh. video. It's one of but, my favorite videos that I've done, and which is funny because I think it's one of my least favorites. And not just because it's about mini golf. It was just like hilarious and wonderful but my my point to that being is like you can have fun in mini golf one any age two if you don't take it seriously Mm. and three it's not that expensive for a fun night out with some friends especially if you're a kid and especially if your parents are paying (laughs) fair enough all right um yeah my uh my neutral is that uh i have many uh many a memory of going for people's birthday parties going mini golfing and um fuck you Fuck you. If you want to take a group of 15 people <laughs> to go mini golf, oh my God, are you yeah. insane oh, that you want 15 people to go one after another and wait their goddamn turn to hit a ball in a fucking hole? Are you uh-huh. goddamn mental? That's I never the really stupidest thing problem. I've ever heard. My God. And sometimes they'll be like, oh, there are two paths on the course. One of one group can go this way. Yeah, one fucking group can go that way. But I, that that splits you into seven and eight people. That's still ridiculously too many people. And then and I had the worst. I had such a long, terrible history of like, man, this was those were fun for just hanging out with my friends. And then in high school, my two best friends were just like, hey, let's go mini golfing. I'm like, are you insane? Are you stupid <laughs> as shit that you want to go mini? What are you talking about? I don't want to spend four hours with you two doing nothing. I want to like hang out. And then we went, and I was like, oh, oh, three people? With oh, three what a- people, it's and great. I said, and I said, yep, what a concept. I could use a little fuel myself. I was like, what the fuck? Really? You this is that? insanely fun. Because Sorry, that was just a little bit of smash mouth. That, like, going with, like, two other people and just hanging out and, and shooting some uh, golf, especially my two other best, my two best friends are really competitive. So I was just, of like, course. playing with them. They were up in each other's grill, and I won because they weren't paying attention whenever I'd, like, hit <laughs> a hole in one. And they'd be like, okay, Keon, whatever. And then at the very amazing. end, they're like, 
you won by like three strokes. I'm like, yeah, dog, no big deal. So it's super like it for for itself is just something like hands eye co- hand eye coordination. You can get a little competitive with your friends. You can enjoy it. But God damn it, please stop, please, please stop the convention of like, oh yeah, let's just have like eighty goddamn people go play on one <laughs> mini golf course. It's not fucking happening, especially when there are other families that are doing it. I remember yep. one time there was a group of ten of us, and then there was also another group of like fifteen that was ahead of us by like two holes. So we had to like go go extra slow. It was. I that's yes that's that's my negative it's honestly a fine time you could do some other stuff with your time but it's still some fun go enjoy but just go in a small goddamn group please I agree that and this is my only caveat really unless you really hate golf I think it's fun unless you have more than six people in your group and then it's just not fun or if the group ahead of you has more than six people because that'll still Mm -hmm. ruin it for you yep all right fuck mini golf <laughs> all right, that brings <laughs> us to the time. I Keon, did it. What time is all it? right, and now for no. Okay, here's the thing. Um, have you all ever been like to a movie that like you you hate and you want to walk out of, but you don't? Yeah, yeah. Pretty have, often. Honestly. Have you ever like um? Have you ever, let's say on like Thanksgiving, someone's got like football on or something and like a team is obviously losing, but you have to sit and watch it with the family or you're at like a sports event and like it's obvious that one team is going to win, but you have to stay for the whole thing. You seem to not like Mm -hmm. sports, Laser. I'm not much of a sports guy, whatever. (laughs) Um, So here's the thing. I'm not good at mini golf. (laughs) Yep. So, So when I go out and play mini golf with my friends. It is just watching myself lose for like an hour and a half. It's amazing. <laughs> so the reason why mini, the mini golf is too long. Mini golf okay. isn't fun for me. And that's why I don't. That's the thing. Why not is ultimately an opinion based thing. And I speak from personal experience. Every time I've gone to play mini golf, it has been some stupid bullshit. <laughs> Just Laser some absolute for the garbage. Trees, man. Laser I, speaking for him. Here's the problem. Here's the problem. I can't not take it seriously. Oh, that's your whole problem. Bro. That is oh, that. That's one of my life problems. Is that when I go to play mini golf, I play to win and I lose. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can't play mini golf to win unless you're really good at mini golf. Otherwise, you'd be miserable uh, so as I, fuck. So it's just a miserable experience. And then by the time you're like two-thirds of the way in like you have to finish up but you're starting to get tired because it's in florida so it's like hot out or (laughs) something you know it just like sucks oh yeah so no continue your jewish grandmother impression right now and whine even even more nasally um excuse me it's called kvetching okay i was (laughs) using a gentile word for your benefit but that's fine i can use i can use fetching anyway that's it pretty much i just hate it personally (laughs) <laughs> I mean, I gotta say, mini golf is fun. It's fun for people who can have fun doing it, which okay. is the case for a lot of things. <laughs> but fuck mini golf. I'm gonna give it a thumbs up anyway, right, I Keon? Get... Yeah, I'm giving it a thumbs fuck, up in the right circumstance. It's been so long since we've done thumbs up and thumbs down, but I'm giving it a thumbs up. I just hate it. But um, bum 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 bum. Time to take a break. Let's what? take a break. Okay. I tried to work it in with your with your tempo, but let's take a break. Oh, let's just cut my part. That's fine. Yeah, honestly. Yeah, but we'll yeah, leave we can it do in. both. Yeah. That's how the music goes. Right? Hey there, everyone. In case you have short-term memory loss like I do, you may have forgotten that right now you are listening to the Kong episode of Waya Podcast. But hey, maybe something else you've forgotten is that you can find Waya Podcast on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Pinterest, and Neopets. That's right, Neopets. We try to drive the point home. I don't feed my Neopets, but goddamn do we have an account on there at why a podcast for every single one of those once again that is facebook twitter instagram youtube pinterest and neopets all of those are why podcast one word except neopets which is underscores please 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 feel free to leave us five stars and a little review on apple podcasts because that makes this podcast 
a thing that's worth doing. You can also shoot us a question, future topic, or personal why question at whypodcast at gmail.com. Listen, we're hungry for it, all right? Listen, we're starving for it. Give us some of that good, good email. Come on. We want your questions. We want your topics. Ask us a personal why question. Get real personal. Although if you're really personal, we will probably use our discretion and not answer it. So don't get like, you know, don't ask her like sizes or anything, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like my nose is average sized. I'm funny. Thanks to Evan Draper for our theme song. I'm sure he is very enthused to hear his work being used on a piece of art like Why a Podcast. You can find his work at Silo Digital on social media, and you can find my work in The Void where it belongs. Now, back to the show, right? That's what we all want. No one ever likes the breaks. And the break's over. In case you didn't notice, the break's over. I hope uh, you noticed. To God. <laughs> what? What happened? No. Okay. I'm sorry. I can't. That just stopped my momentum. We're starting over. Okay. I, I can't even. <laughs> That's fine. Christ. That was juicy. Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> stop. <laughs> this applause is not for you. Hey guys, uh, we're back from the break. This is our third time having to uh, try and record this because Matt emitted some noises that literally no, just stopped, it again. stopped me in my fucking tracks. I had to Do literally not. go, no, I am redoing this. And then he pointed it out, even and though the, he I, redid it. That's, no, listen, no, 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 no. You hear these things? You have to go, okay, stop. Wait a minute. Uh, re-record dude (laughs) stop it lastly we have our personal why questions where we go around the table ask each other personal why question here's my question for matt hey matt why the why what the fuck man i didn't know i had to burp and then it happened and now it's just happening like asmr type too close to the mic hey guys so today our why question is why are you playing the video game that you're playing right now i'm playing just dance with Sam, because we're dancing away the the calories, man. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. Nah, she loves just dance, and so activity. we decided that we want to do something after work active. But it's hard when it's like nine p.m. and there's mm-hmm. nowhere near you to go. So we're gonna do just dance two or three times a week to start off. Just dance is my favorite shit in the world. Super I fun, love it. and I move way too much during each song anyway, so I just <laughs> exercise like crazy. Once, once I live in a place that um is wasn't built in the 1920s and is elevated, so I would probably put a hole in the floor by, trying to play Just Dance. I will be playing Just Dance. I believe. <laughs> I'm a DDR man myself, so Dance Dance Revolution's got my heart. I'll <laughs> I'll have to give Just Dance a try at some point. Mm-hmm. But what are you playing, Keon? That's the real question. Oh, what am I playing? What is Keon playing? Keon is trying to be a productive asshole, even though he's still slacking off. So uh, what I'm doing is I'm playing uh, what's called uh, DRL, which I think is a drone lace drone racing league game, which is a drone simulator that lets you simulate <laughs> like flying like racing drones. And uh, I've I have like one racing drone that I have not spec'd out at all. I built it like four years ago, and so now I'm trying to be like, well, I might as well learn how to fly it. And wow, it's hard. It's like super hard, like flying a, uh, like a cinematic drone versus a racing drone is really hard. You need to dial in so many settings. So there's that game. There's also Drone Fight on the Nintendo Switch, which was also on the 3DS. And it is <laughs> it's the same controls as like the drones I'm used to flying. So like I've I think I've beat the whole game in like 30 minutes. I just like blasted through all of the racing courses because like all the all the people behind me would be sending like missiles or whatever at me. I'm like, no, I'm just good. So I'm going to win. Bye. So that's mostly what I've been playing, and uh, I feel like there's there's something else. It, well, I mean Smash Bros. Of course, there's Smash. Heck, Bros. So yes. yeah. How, <laughs> yeah. So how about you, uh, Laser? Also, there's Liftoff. Liftoff is a good drone simulator. There's also a free one. Go try them out if you want to learn how to fly a drone. Laser, tell me what you're doing. Yeah. Right laser. now, I am being uh, playing. I am being playing. I'm being played <laughs> by. <laughs> I right now I am being controlled by the Hive Mind. 
Right now, I'm playing Good. Persona 4. Um, I played Persona 5. Uh, I, I like to do um, story-based games, things that are like interesting to watch, because Jay doesn't really play games, but likes watching games. So we've been playing oh, nice. games. So we've done like Danganronpa. We've played Persona 5 yeah. together. And uh, after realizing I can just emulate Persona 4, because I don't have a console that can really play it right now, um, mm-hmm. I uh, we've been playing Persona 4 together. It's a really awesome game. It's got awesome story. It's fun game gameplay it's a little problematic because it's from like i think the mid 2000s like the mid aughts uh-huh. so um it definitely has a lot of homophobic jokes which really sucks but um it's otherwise awkward. it's a really engaging story and just just super good so that's what i'm playing right now yeah. and as soon as we're done recording this podcast i'm going to be playing again huh. well then maybe we should finish yeah, the yeah, fucking maybe. recording this podcast and tell Honestly, them where they can find yourself. us there's nothing i would rather do Oh, wow. All right. Hey, everybody. Thank you so much for listening to Why a Podcast. I'm Laser Fuck Mini Golf, Elric. I'm Matthew (laughs) Fuck Mini Golf, Slaza. And I'm Keon Mini Golf, Boozar. Yeah, fuck Keon. Now you know why. (laughs) 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 Yeah.